Chapter twenty seven of Virgin Soil, Volume two by Ivan Turgenev, translated by Constance Garnett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Solomine ran out to the gates of the factory as soon as they flew to tell him that a gentleman and a lady had arrived in a little cart and were asking for him. Without saying good morning to his visitors, simply nodding his head several times to them, he at once told the peasant to drive into the yard and directing him straight up to his little lodge he helped mariana out of the cart meshtanov leapt out after her solomine led them both along a little long dark passage and up a narrow winding little staircase in the back part of the lodge to the second story there he opened a low door and they all three went into a small fairly clean room with two windows welcome said solomine with his never-failing smile which seemed broader and brighter than ever to-day here are your quarters this room and see here another next to it not much to look at but that's no matter one can live in them and there'll be no one here to spy on you here under the window you have what the landlord calls a flower garden but i should call it a kitchen garden it lies right up against the wall and hedges to right and left a quiet little nook it is well welcome a second time dear young lady and you too neshtanov welcome he shook hands with them both they stood motionless not taking off their wraps and with silent half bewildered half delighted emotion they looked straight before them well what now solomine began again take off your things what baggage have you got mariana showed the bundle which she was still holding in her hand this is all i have and my trunk and bag are still in the cart but i'll go and get them directly stand still stand still solomine opened the door pavel he shouted into the darkness of the staircase run out mate there are some things in the cart bring them up directly they heard the voice of the ubiquitous pavel solomine turned to mariana who had flung off her shawl and was beginning to unbutton her cloak and did everything go off successfully he inquired everything no one saw us i left a letter for mr sipyagin i didn't take any dresses or clothes with me vasily fedotitch because as you are going to send us mariana for some reason could not make up her mind to add to the people well anyway they'd have been of no use but i have money to buy what is necessary we'll arrange all that later and here said solomine pointing to pavel who came in with neshtanov's things i commend to you my best friend here you can rely on him fully as you would on me did you speak to tatiana about the samovar he added in an undertone it'll be here directly answered pavel and the cream and everything tatiana is his wife solomine went on and she is just as trustworthy as he is until you well are a bit used to it she will wait on you my dear young lady mariana flung her cloak on a little leather sofa that stood in the corner call me mariana vasily fedotitch i don't want to be a young lady and i don't want anyone to wait on me i didn't come here to have servants don't look at my dress i had over there nothing else all that must be changed the dress of fine cinnamon colored cloth was very simple but cut by a petersburg dressmaker it fell in elegant folds about mariana's waist and shoulders and had altogether a fashionable air well not a servant but a help perhaps in the american fashion and you must have tea anyway it's early days yet and you must both be tired i'm going off now to see after things in the factory we shall meet again later tell pavel or tatiana whatever you want mariana held out both hands quickly to him 
how can we thank you vasily fedotich she looked at him quite moved solomon softly stroked one of her hands i should say it's not worth thanking for but that wouldn't be true i'd better say that your thanks give me immense pleasure so we're quits good-bye for the present pavel come along mariana and neshtanov were left alone she rushed up to him and looking at him with just the same expression as she had looked at solomon only with even more delight more emotion and gladness oh my dear she said we are beginning a new life at last at last you wouldn't believe how charming and delightful this poor little lodging where we are only to spend a few days seems to me compared with that loathsome mansion tell me are you glad dear neshtanov took her hands and pressed them to his heart i am happy mariana that i am beginning this new life with you you will be my guiding star dear my support my strength dearest alyosha but stay i want to wash a little and make myself tidy i'll go to my own room and you stay here one minute mariana went off into the other room shut herself in and in a minute later half opened the door put her head in and said and oh isn't solomon nice then she shut the door again and the key clicked in the lock neshtanov went up to the window and looked out into the little garden one old very old apple tree for some reason riveted his attention especially he shook himself stretched began opening his trunk and took nothing out of it he felt amusing in a quarter of an hour mariana returned with a beaming freshly washed face all gaiety and alertness and a few instants later pavel's wife tatiana appeared with the samovar the tea-tray rolls and cream in striking contrast to her gypsy-like husband she was a typical russian woman stout with a flaxen head with a big knob of hair tightly twisted around a horn comb and no cap with thick but pleasant features and very good-natured grey eyes she was dressed in a tidy though faded chintz gown her hands were clean and well-shaped though large she bowed tranquilly and with a firm precise intonation without any sort of affectation she articulated a very good health to you and set to work to lay the samovar and the tea things mariana went up to her let me help you tatiana only give me a napkin no need miss we're used to it vasily fedotich has talked to me if anything's wanted kindly ask for it we will do what we can with all the pleasure in life tatiana please don't call me miss i'm dressed like a lady but still i'm i'm quite the steady gaze of tatiana's keen eyes disconcerted mariana she broke off and what then is it you will be tatiana asked in her composed voice i am certainly if you like i am a lady by birth only i want to get rid of all that and to become like all like all simple women ah so that's it well now i understand you're one of them i suppose that want to be simplified there are a good few of them about nowadays what did you say tatiana to be simplified yes that's the word that's come up among us now to be on a level with simple folks it means simplification to be sure it is a good work to teach the peasants good sense only it's a difficult job oi oi difficult god give you good speed simplification repeated mariana do you hear alyosha you and i are simplified creatures now neshtanov laughed and even repeated simplified creatures and what will he be to you your good man or your brother asked tatiana carefully washing the cups with her large deft hands as she looked with a kindly smile from neshtanov to mariana 
no answered mariana he's not my husband and not my brother tatiana raised her head then i suppose you are living in free grace nowadays that too is pretty often to be met with it used to be more the way among the dissenters but nowadays it's found among other folks too where there's god's blessing one may live in peace and there's no need of the priest for that in our factory there are some live like that too not the worst chaps either what nice things you say tatiana in free grace i like that very much i'll tell you what i want to ask of you tatiana i want to make myself or to buy a dress like yours or rather commoner perhaps and shoes and stockings and a kerchief everything just as you have i have money enough to get them to be sure miss we can manage all that there i won't don't be cross i won't call you miss only what am i to call you mariana and what are you named from your father but why do you want my father's name call me simply mariana the same as i call you tatiana that's the same and not the same you'd better tell me very well then my father's name was vikent and what was your father's mine was osip well then i shall call you tatiana osipovna and i'll call you mariana vikentievna that will be capital won't you drink a cup of tea with us tatiana osipovna at this first acquaintance i might mariana vikentievna i'll treat myself for a small cup though yegorich will scold who's yegorich pavel my husband sit down tatiana osipovna indeed i will mariana vikentievna tatiana seated herself on a chair and began to sip her tea through a piece of sugar she continually turned the lump of sugar round in her fingers screwing up her eye on the side on which she was nibbling the sugar mariana got into conversation with her tatiana answered without obsequiousness and asked her questions and told her various things of her own accord solomine she almost worshipped but her husband she put only second to vasily fedotich she was sick of factory life though you've neither the town here nor the country if it weren't for vasily fedotich i wouldn't stay another hour mariana listened attentively to her talk neshtanov sitting a little on one side watched his girlfriend and was not surprised at her interest for mariana it was all a novelty but it seemed to him that he had seen hundreds of similar tatyanas and he had talked to them hundreds of times do you know tatyana osipovna said mariana at last you think we want to teach the people no we want to serve them how serve them teach them that's the best service you can do them take me for example when i was married to yegorich neither read nor write could i but now i've learned thanks to vasily vedodich he didn't teach me himself but he paid an old man to and he taught me you see i'm young still for all i'm a woman grown mariana was silent for a little i should like tatiana osipovna she began again to learn some trade we must have a talk about that i sew very badly if i were to learn to cook i might become a cook tatiana pondered why be a cook cooks are in rich men's houses or merchants poor people do their own cooking and to cook for a union for workmen well that's quite the last thing but i might live in a rich man's house though and make friends with poor people or how am i to get to know them i shan't always have such luck as with you tatiana turned her empty cup upside down in the saucer it's a difficult business she observed at last with a sigh it can't be settled off-hand i'll show you all i know but i'm not clever at much 
we must talk it over with yegorich he's such a man he reads books of all sorts and he can see through anything in the twinkling of an eye here she glanced at mariana who was rolling up a cigarette and there's something i would say to you mariana vikentievna if you'll excuse me but if you really want to be simplified you'll have to give that up she pointed to the cigarette for in such callings as a cook's for instance that would never pass and everyone would see at once that you're a young lady yes mariana flung the cigarette out of the window i won't smoke it's easy to get out of the way of it women of the people don't smoke so i ought not to smoke that's a true word you've said mariana vikentievna the male sex treat themselves to it even among us but the female no ah and here's vasily fedotich himself coming up that's his step you ask him he'll settle everything for you in the best way she was right solomon's voice was heard at the door may i come in come in come in called mariana that's an english habit of mine said solomon as he came in well how do you feel you aren't dull yet i see you're having tea here with tatiana you listen to her she's a sensible person but my employer has turned up to see me today when he's not wanted at all and he'll stay to dinner there's no help for it he's the master what sort of man is he asked neshtanov coming out of his corner oh he's all right he has his eyes about him one of the newer generation very affable and wears cuffs but pries into everything not a bit less than the old sort he'd skin a flint with his own hands and say turn a bit to this side if you'll be so good there's still a living spot here i must give it a scouring well with me he's as soft as silk i'm necessary to him only i've come to tell you that i'm not likely to manage to see you today they will bring you your dinner and don't show yourselves in the yard what do you think mariana will the sipyagins search for you will they make a hunt i think they won't answered mariana but i am sure they will said neshtanov well anyway pursued solomon you must be careful at first later on you can do as you like yes only there's one thing observed neshtanov markelov must know of my whereabouts he must be told why it can't be helped for the cause he has always to know where i am it's a promise but he won't blab very well we'll send pavel and will there be a dress ready for me asked neshtanov your get-up you mean to be sure to be sure it's quite a masquerade not an expensive one thank goodness good-bye you must have a rest tatiana come along mariana and neshtanov were again left alone End of chapter 27